It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do that. And it's time for another NFL London podcast. Wade and Ryan here. Hello. You can barely hear the three eating dogs behind us, but that's what happens when you record from your own home studio. Um, so much to talk about in the NFL, Ryan. Are we excited about the season coming up? It's well, we're not even basically. We can't talk about the season yet because number one, we don't know the schedule, except for one game uh, we do know in particular, which yeah. we can start with. So, but I am excited for the draft. But just laying out that first game of the year did get me excited a bit. It got, does. Got, got, it, got a little. Got a little hard. Scott Hansen <laughs> did announce on NFL Red Zone last night that the schedule will be released in about three weeks. Yes. So that's going to be very exciting news to get the three uh, three weeks coming up. But if up. you don't know, the first game... First game is the Bears versus the Packers. Now, traditionally, they've always gone with the Super Bowl winning team uh, playing, which would be um, the New England... Is that who won last year, the Patriots? Yeah, I got yeah, even, even show. You know why? Because yeah. Robert Kraft got, yeah, Robert got, Kraft. A, got a hand job, so Robert you get Kraft sent... jerked that game off. Right off the he schedule. Did, he scooted <laughs> that away. He blew your team right into Sunday. Um, but it, it, the, the reason that they're doing this, though, it's the 100th anniversary. Yes. 100th anniversary. Uh, since the Chicago Bears bailed out the Packers, gave them money... And allowed them to have the football team that they do because if it weren't for yeah. the Bears, there would be no Packers. There's, there's a couple of really cool things. No, not cool things. Things about this game. Number one, it's going to be the longest football game in NFL history. The amount of like um, you legacy, know, lore. legacy, yeah. you know, people who have died, you know, just sure. replays of uh, the game's going to be like nine hours long, Perfect. probably. Um, it's on a one thirty in the morning. And, but there's going to be so many guest stars, right? Anyone who's anyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was a Packer? Walter Payton or was. Uh, will not be it's going to be showing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's no, going to be. So. That's right. The in memoriam section. It's gonna, memoriam it's gonna be will longer. be there. Uh, it's going to be a great game. It's uh, a perfect game. They've to announced start it. that the, do. the Packers or the Patriots will host. On uh, we'll know that the, the the Patriots will be at home. On, yes, we'll know that because they did uh, say that the Patriots will be at home for that one. They're going to you know what? This is going to be classic Patriots. They're going to be like using this against them. It's like nobody yeah. believes Underdog. in us. Yeah. Underdog Sunday night football. It's just because we weren't here a hundred years ago doesn't mean we won't be a hundred years from absolute then. Absolute classic. Uh, them is what's going to happen. I can't wait for it. Just like yeah, disrespect. It's like, ah, uh, go fuck yourself. Speaking about uh, disrespect, <laughs> um, the, 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 the announcement was no big surprise when it was going to happen. Robert Gronkowski has retired three rings. Um, he's done. You know, I mean, he, look, you look at the list of injuries the guy's had. Uh, prolific, prolific career. Nah, I mean, dude, best tight end ever. He would, best tight end he's, ever. He, he definitely, in the short interim, he's definitely qualified himself for a Hall of Fame. Oh, totally. Here's, here's the one thing that is interested. Um, his 16 game, at, 16 game average, 72 catches, yeah. 1095 yards, 11 That's touchdowns. Amazing. But here's the best That's thing. That's ridiculous. His per game touchdown average. 0.69. Ah, that's why he's retiring. That's why he retired. Somebody showed him that. And yeah. he said, he said, You can retire with 69, man. He said, I'm out, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, the, the big goofball, big dumb goofball. You know what? He was. He was the best tight end I've ever seen in my life. Very, um, in very good. Days. Better than Tony Gonzalez. He just dominated. And especially because he was from Buffalo. So yeah. Every time he played the Bills who passed on him, he just lit them up. So I am glad to see him go. Yeah. 
But give it up for Gronk. He's a lovable lug. Yeah. You know, um, and it's how many years until he's the WWE champion? So that's the I odds. would say that's the odds they're talking about right what, now. Three the, years. The odds are the first odds that he goes to WWE. Hundred percent. He's going to be The second odds he goes as a commentator. Third is an actor. Next is a podcast. Next is back to NFL. And that's the interesting thing about his contract. The interesting thing is. He does have the space if he wants to come back. He, he actually he's not does have, come back, dude. But maybe dude, he's gonna be Gronk the wrestler. It's like literally the most perfect name for a wrestler. He's gonna be like the Rock. You know, the only thing is, I don't think Gronk would be a good actor. That's so the one thing I'll say about Gronk. That's he has to do the fringe stuff. You know, the wrestling. The fringe. He's gotta get his acting. If out. he's gonna be an actor, he's gonna be like a Brian Bosworth. You know, uh, he's doing the straight to DVD action movies. Well, um, Brian, yeah, Brian Bosworth is still doing those. And he always did. Just, <clears throat> the interesting here's an interesting thing. And I talked to someone in America about in that the XFL is owned, uh, sorry, the WWE is owned by Vince McMahon. Yes. The XFL is owned by Vince McMahon. So the, the potential is that the XFL and WWE are looking to sign him to a multi-sphere contract that would allow him to not only wrestle, but then also be a part as a commentator, be a part as a personality that he could sign. Essentially, the biggest <laughs> be XFL the worst con- commentator. I think Gronk. I love. Don't worry, I love Gronk, and Gronk's awesome. Uh, but he would be a terrible commentator. He'd be hilarious. Sound in bites. the fact He's that taller guy. his sound bites would be amazing, yeah. and he would just probably start giggling to himself all the time. Um, but I, I don't know. I think. But I think. Yeah, I think 100. He's going to be in the WWE. But if you gave it's him, made for him. Yeah, if you gave him like 10 million. He's going to want ownership of part of it. I think it's a smart business decision. Look, the one thing is that everyone's always talked about Gronk. You know, he's crazy Gronk. He spikes shit. But he's also been one of the most fiscally responsible, yeah. smart guys. And I think it comes a lot from his family. But he's not. He he's doesn't money. spend a penny of his uh, paid uh, playing He concert. gets paid to act like a jackass. He doesn't spend any of his own dingles on it. So uh, this is an interesting thing, I think. He's just going to do Gronk cruises for the rest of he his makes life. So much just money party on those cruises. He He's going to be like the new fire festival you know, dude. Well, except it's successful. <laughs> except successful. He, he, but after he's every be that cruise, guy. during every cruise, every day, he spikes a girl into the propellers, <laughs> which I think that's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. That is a classic Gronk. Now, the, now, the big thing that I'm sort of looking at here is now New England, who's used the tight end, who used the double tight end set really well, when they had Hernandez and Gronk, now they're missing they a tight end. They got nobody. <laughs> All right, right now, so like, let's talk about the, t- the top guys that are available. O.J. Howard at Tampa Bay. Hunter Henry at L.A. What? what do you mean, available? Well, I'm saying available. top targets you would look for. If you're wanna, if, what, if you wanted to trade for someone? Yeah. I don't think any of these guys are you trading. You don't want to trade because you, you want to grab a rookie? Well, I think there's two good rookie tight ends. There's that Hawkinson and Noah Fant, and they're both from Iowa, and they're yeah. supposed to be really good. So I think the Patriots should definitely be looking at one of those two. Uh, I think they tried to get Jared Cook. Um, yeah, they did try. But to part high. of me, part of me is wondering because right now like the Patriots got spurned by Adam Humphreys. They got spurned by Cole Beasley. Yeah. So it kind of makes me think it's just like is are players just being like no. Like, as good as you are, I don't want my ring that way. They're like, I want to no, go wing it with someone. I don't want a dirty Maybe ring. just everyone has gotten so fed up with the Patriots. Even winning as a Patriot disgusts you. That's well, how bad it's gotten because of how dominant they've been. I think it's also going back to what we talked about I could see last that. That's week. why players are like, you know what? Let's see how good you really are when no one wants to play for you. It goes back to, I think, what we talked about last week was the one-year contract, which the Patriots have sort of maintained, and, and they've been very good at basically using you as a commodity. 
And I think for a lot of people that they you know that if you're going in there, it's not like a team is saying you're a team player, although Gronk, but they would have ditched him this year anyway. Gronk had like the most leeway out of any player. He did because also he had Tom Brady. Because he produced. He produced, but also Tom Brady was going to vouch for him and he had a personality. You know, Chris Hogan had nothing. Yeah, he I know. Got nothing. How boring is that locker room going to be now without so, Gronk? But let's look and at so it'd be an interesting yeah. team. It's going to be interesting to see. So, because right now they've replaced... They have really no weapons. They have Josh Gordon, who's probably suspended, and, um, but they were, and then they have to come back. Philip Dorsett and, and Edelman. Like, yeah. that is it. And, yeah, Sonny Michel was great. They lost their left tackle, Trent Brown, which I actually think was fine that they let him go. They got a lot of draft picks. So I think look out for the Patriots to make a big move in, the, think uh, so. in, the, in the draft. Like maybe even move up into the top ten. I, I, I could I see don't know. them doing the, here's the thing is so the, many the Patriots, picks. as much as they're looking for drafts, I don't think you want to draft a tight end for a starting role. You're not going to d- draft a role The way they use the tight end, though, is so but here better is, than everyone If you're else. looking at something with New York doing a fire sale, trading Evan Ingram, for a draft round pick or giving it an Evan Ingram. No, they're not going to trade him. He's only been on the team for a couple of years. They got Hunter Henry. Young... You got from the Chargers. Again. OJ Howard. Njoku. All these guys are Njoku old. Yeah, but all these guys are young. They're not going to trade them. So, okay, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk with some interesting tight ends. Antonio Gates, free agent. He's old. But would the Patriots take a one-year shot in Antonio Gates? Austin Safarian Jenkins. Dion Sims. Yeah, like Austin's fair, Jenkins maybe. Uh, but right now, that's why I think they're gonna have no choice. They're gonna have to draft one. Uh, they just have a, they just have a lot of holes. The Patriots, even though they're the Patriots, and I'm not gonna be like, oh, they're gonna go down because they're still gonna, still got Tom Brady. But right now, I don't know what they're doing. They're just letting everyone go. So either they have a strategy on the draft day. You know, they got a ton of picks, yeah. so they can make a lot of noise and make a lot of moves. Uh, but right now, they've done. They've just sat back, and maybe they're getting even. Bill <laughs> Belichick's getting even more cocky. He's Probably. like, you know what? I'll let all my players go. Yeah. And I'm still gonna kick your ass. You yeah. know, and he probably will. And that's the thing that pisses yeah. me off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire a bunch of handicaps and, and still beat you. He's gonna absolutely dominate this year, probably too. So th- it's also today is Tuesday, uh, but it's part of the all the if because if you hear the news from us. Uh, they're deciding all the rules. So what we're deciding, they're deciding on basically the big rule is going to be the onside kick, um, which is a big one. And um, Which, by the way, I love that rule. Fourth and 15 at your own 30? Yeah. It's a fantastic rule. So an AAF rule, rule I think it's, it's sort of wrinkling. Uh, the big thing they're also talking now is everyone's looking at the sky judge. In fact, uh, there was a survey, I think it was Sports Illustrated, done it. 15 out of 19 of the head coaches said they want a sky judge, just like the AAF does. Right. Okay. So, I mean, there are some really good opportunities. And the, I think one of the big things is, the good thing is, they brought Sean Payton in, which is a good thing, and Mike Tomlin. They're both on this committee. Because Sean Payton, obviously, is the most vocal guy. You don't want to bring him on, because obviously he's pissed about what happened last year. Yeah. So he's been good about this. Um, one of the things that Sean Payton has also said, interesting, he's like, these referees, it's their second job. If hey, they I... made it, their full-time job. And also he's intimating to the fact that gambling coming wrong with the NFL introducing gambling it's only available in eight states but with gambling coming about you want a referee who's who's league proven yeah it doesn't need yeah but also the for money you know you gotta you gotta really keep an eye because what if yeah. they got debts you know what if they got they get a little desperate you know yeah. why don't you let a couple flags go you know and just and that i could definitely say i have and i think it is smart it should be full-time you're the nfl look how much money you make look how much players make and everyone else makes Pay your refs to be full-time. You know what? Firemen sit around and don't put out fires all day. They no. still get paid. No, Just nice. because they're not refing half the year doesn't mean you don't sit. Like, they do a job that's for half the year. Yeah. Like, well, they're, they're, if anything, they win. They yeah. figured it out better than you. 
being well, a ref. Fire, firemen they get, is, well, firemen that, are making love fire, to You could technically be a fireman yeah. and never fight a fire oh. in your whole entire life. It's like being a CFL player. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, quite a, it's quite an amazing well, I mean, job. Well, CFL players play double. And then you're not yeah. going to be like, oh, we're not going to pay the fire. It's not their fault. Yeah. There's no fires. So there's that Tim Donahue who also, the NFL scandal, I think they were worried about in terms of when exactly. we talk about sports betting, the guy who basically affected the game to make it so that a team would win. Um, obviously, you're gonna, the rule changes will be big. More speculation and, and but you know you never I know people involved in. I really like the fourth and fifteen. I do too. Uh, for for a lot of reasons. Number one, uh, it puts it in the hands of your best players. It puts it in the hands of your starting defense and on in your quarterback instead yeah. of a kicker yeah. having to kick it ten yards and something he never does, and which now they've rendered it pretty much impossible yeah. to do anyway. So. To me, this is like a, a great thing. The only problem is, yeah, like I agree, you can't do it until the fourth quarter. Um, but but they're talking like the you fourth can only, quarter or down by a no, certain but amount they're, of points, they're talking right? that you can only do it once though, okay. and I don't think that works because if you're down yeah. by two and you need to do it, again, yeah, you if you're down by three touchdowns, you're but gonna keep doing it. The rule is you can still do an onside kick if you want, like yeah. the crappy version of it. But I think that chance to be able to do that, it puts the ball in the players at the end of the game that you want it in instead of kickers and special teams players who barely do anything. They're only known for the guy who fumbled and lost. Like that guy in the Patriots a couple years ago. Oh, not the Patriots, the Packers uh, who fumbled. And now he's probably out of the NFL. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure sure he's working at a subway somewhere. Uh, I think it's a good – the one thing that's really good about this, I think, is it really brings a new sort of – energy to the game, you know, because people want to see how it plays, you know, and I think when people are watching the AAF, they're watching that and going, this is interesting, this is cool, this is different, because it's become, the, everything in the NFL has become such a science these days that the onside kick, when you actually look at the mathematical odds of it, you're like, damn, this not, it's not a good chance. Yeah, like, fourth, and that, that's why, like, fourth and 15 is good. Fourth and 15 is not easy. Oh, God, no. Fourth and 15 is absolute, what, around 20%, I'd say? Yeah, yeah, like sure. Depending on the quarterback, depending on the team. So I think what they did was when they were looking for it, they were looking um, for what what like play and what down gives you the same percentage as an onside kick in the old ways. Yeah, and I think it was fourth and fifteen was one that was pretty similar to. It's a tough situation. Yeah, it is very tough. If you don't get it, it's first and first on the thirty for the other team. It's over. But the difference is with that ruling is that it puts more pressure on not the special teams but the first teams. Because they have to have plays in their awesome. in their arsenal, which are we need fourth and fifteen. It's awesome. There's <laughs> nothing bad about this. Play. And and this is something you know for for anyone who plays Madden or anyone who's played Madden against someone better than you. Every play you is fourth and fifteen. You should get picked in fourth yeah. and fifteen. <laughs> so so this is it can be interesting. Um, we'll get into some of the other uh, things here. Tony Romo now second year after uh, having. Uh, the Romo Romo Domus or uh, Tony Domus, yeah, whatever yeah, they call yeah. him. Um, Romstadamus. Romstadamus. Yeah, let's work on that one. It's, it. it doesn't come off the tongue. No, I don't know if that's um, even it. <laughs> so he's asked for ten million a year. He's not going to be able to fit that head into that booth. So he's on four Look million. Here's the interesting thing: Troy Aikman makes seven and a half, yeah, and John okay. Madden at his peak was making eight million in the eighties. So eight million in the eighties would be like fourteen million now. Is he John Madden? No, I don't have video games. I don't yeah. the funny thing. thing is, like, what's the what's the point of contracts anymore? Right? They never make sense. After two years, either someone on one side either wants to 
to, to break away or get a raise or take yeah. a pay cut. So what is the what is the point of them? They well, seem to really money. I know, but they seem to really mean nothing. I guess you know what Tony Romo's been the best broadcaster. He's brought he's brought a lot of enthusiasm. People talk about Tony yeah. Romo a lot. People like to watch him. So is he valuable in that way? Yeah. So like if you want to make him the highest paid, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be the highest paid. I think um, it's. I think the, so. The big thing is because he's with CBS. Like, why not? The NFL's got the money. <clears throat> no, they do. It's not. You it know why? Not, it do with the she use all that money and uh, not paying refs for full time and give it to Tony Romo. It has nothing to do with. The, it has nothing to do with the NFL. It's nothing to do with CBS. Now, the, the the one thing that someone's talking about is, so with Amazon has now just picked up baseball contracts, right? Amazon has Thursday night football, and the talk is when twenty twenty comes. Amazon is going to take the whole NFL. Really? That's so, awesome. And so with I Amazon, have... and there's no one can compete with them. No one can. Not really. Apple TV is launching their crappy service. Amazon Prime no would be going... great for it. And they've already, I do kind of hate. And they've already got baseball. I do have Amazon Prime, but they've got baseball, and you can watch MLB no, live on MLB. Yeah, you can watch MLB on on Amazon now. They just yeah. announced this. So you start looking at it and go. Game Pass will probably yeah. disappear in the way Amazon's that it is. Amazon's got fuck you money. Yeah. They're going to definitely. But, but, <laughs> so take Ama- it. Amazon will basically do the same thing that Game Pass is doing, but better and at a, and a smaller bandwidth and across a unique market that doesn't have to show ads like the problems that they've got here, doesn't have to show international ads, doesn't have to do reversioning. So when you look at that and Amazon's thinking, hey, Romo, uh, when we have the league in a year, wouldn't it be great to have you as our star? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that he's playing this because CBS is going to want to do a deal and also with a contract saying, Ooh. don't leave us. But, I mean, the, the, the fact is that streaming services are going to overtake the, the NFL. And the NFL is going to give into it because why not? They, they, they take care of everything. Yeah, but would it, would, it, would it still be a Game Pass type thing you buy or would it be just part of having an Amazon Prime You can Prime either get it for Amazon Prime. So if you had an Amazon Prime subscription because what Amazon does is they... they Boutique sell you. So if you're paying for Amazon Prime, they're going to say, Hey, you're on Amazon. Hey, maybe you want this Buffalo Bills shirt. Hey, maybe you want this book. Uh, hey, maybe you want this. The ancillary sales After. that they get as a result of it is because it's the largest shopping place, right? Yeah, fair enough. So for Amazon, it's a better opportunity to reward your premium subscribers. Hey, if you get the NFL, that's the big time. That's and, the and big you know, time. everyone's looking. They've already got Thursday Night Football. So they took it from Twitter when Twitter was nothing. Dude, and if you're paying what, like, that's why I don't imagine, I can't imagine that people paying, because to get the NFL uh, Game Pass now, it's like, what, like 120 quid? Something Probably like something that. like that, yeah. Something like that. So now if you're only paying five ninety nine or whatever, seven, yeah. let's say they push it up to seven ninety nine, is that, are they going to make more money or the more people going to buy <laughs> the seven? Because seven ninety nine is super cheap a month to get the NFL. Um, well, so DirecTV, there's a whole problem going on with DirecTV right now that basically the NFL, they're so expensive that the NFL doesn't want to deal with DirecTV anymore. So basically they're saying, well, we'll just get rid of DirecTV, we'll, and that's the yeah. plan, move it to Amazon. That's the same with Game Pass. You know, they sold the rights to Game Pass to secondary companies in the UK, but you look in the UK, there's only 5,000 subscribers, you know? And you, if you look at the amount of people on Amazon... If you've already got 100,000 people on Amazon Prime, then those are potential customers you can turn as opposed to taking new customers, you know? Yeah. The, 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 the model for the NFL UK and the NFL in general is a better model going with Amazon because they already have a subscriber base. The Amazon's metri- worldwide. And the metrics are there because you know people that are looking to buy, you know, if, if you and I go and, and buy stuff from vintage shops on Buffalo or Chicago, you know, they're, they're going to see it, and that's part of our thing. So 
I, I, it, Listen, I, I think, if, well, whatever. If you can get it on Amazon Prime, that'd be amazing. It'd be super cheap. And yeah. anything, I could just watch the NFL easily anywhere. But Game Pass has been pretty good this year. It was, it was, it was, it was there was no was problems better, with it. I mean, it's, it's fine. Um, we didn't have any issues with it. But never, Amazon's just... Uh, but, it, but it comes down to the streaming things at the same time. Because the whole problem is, is that even with Game Pass, and it's not their fault, it has nothing to do with their capability and the way that they do it is... It's a streaming app service. So many goddamn streaming apps now. And you still need bandwidth. You still need certain things. Amazon doesn't work on that same thing. And then actually Amazon comes on smart TVs. Game Pass is not installed on a smart TV. So when you add it, you can just go on to Amazon Prime, click on it. True. It just solves a lot of the bandwidth issues. So, I mean, there's a thing up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen. Well, I wouldn't surprise me if a couple of years Amazon's running the show. Well, I mean, look, they're already be running the show. I mean, that Apple TV announcement to me was diabolical. Who in the hell wants to get that? Amazon's a shopping website. They're going to have things. Um, so let's talk about other speculation. Here's the speculation that's been going on, and let's see if it's rumored to to tumor. Um, Russell Wilson, the New York Giants. They've talked. <clears throat> they've talked about this with his contract ending in 2020. Would they trade him for a first round pick and Peppers? To the Giants. Would anyone... <laughs> I don't know about Jerome Peppers just keeps getting I know, they just bring the same up. Why does he... He's just getting uh, uh, treated like shit a bit. Just like, every trade will involve Jabril Peppers for the next little while. Um, there's no way Seattle's going to trade Russell Wilson. Like, the only way they're going to do it is if he tells them, I'm not coming. Yeah. Um, and then, but there's just no way, like... He is Seattle. Like, he won them their Super Bowl. He, everyone loves him there. Every year, he keeps them in the playoffs. You know, he's, his defense has fallen he's apart. Amazing, he's amazing. He's an absolutely incredible football player. There's no reason you'd let him go away. So unless he's just, like, doing the LeBron and just, like, I'm out. I'm going somewhere where the weather's better and it's going to be or wherever he wants to do. I don't think anyone could do LeBron anymore because LeBron is not making the playoffs. And I think people are tired of the LeBron. Yeah. So I think that whole thing with the NBA is now... He would rip the heart out of the Seattle Seahawks. I yeah. don't see it happening. There's no way. I think Russell Wilson, they love him there, and he's an incredible player, one of my favorite quarterbacks. So I would be very upset if they, they got rid of him. It's like trading Gretzky. Yeah. You don't do that. So Absolutely what not. Ryan and I are going to do now, we were talking some of the news, but we talked about this, is uh, Sports Illustrated just came out. Basically, the top, to, the top 32 teams, their quarterbacks best to worst. And we'll go through the top teams in this one, the bottom teams the next one. Does that work out for you? Well, yeah, it's just basically who's got... Well, they're pretty much the top so ten is going to be... So it looks top. like uh, the New England Patriots, they've got Tom Brady, whose contract is up next year, right? He's gonna His contract extension next year. What if they dump him? <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Tom. Oh, my God. Can Thanks. you imagine? Why don't you go make it in the CFL there, TB12? Um, yeah. So backing up Tom Brady is 40-12-year-old uh, tw- uh, Brian Hoyer... And Danny Atling, that's right. How well, I don't think it really matters about any of the real backup situation. No one really cares. How many? You're in the top ten. I think the, the more interesting, you always got the top ten. I can pretty much probably guess it without even looking. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can do it. Right? Even though I didn't look at the first three. But I okay. obviously would have got these. So you got yeah. um, you got Aaron Rod- Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. This has got to be in the top ten. Russell Wilson. Um, Andrew Luck, uh, Philip Rivers. Uh, am I still right? You're so far, you're so good. So far, eight yeah. for eight. Two, eight, yeah, eight. two more, you're two missing. More. Um, 
Oh, I know. I'm going to get this. Oh, I don't want to say Baker. It's not going to be Baker Mayfield. Yet. I'm going to say... Um, ooh, this is really tough. No, uh, it's not Jared Goff. Is it Jared Goff? Is he in there? Are you saying that or yeah, not? Yeah, I'm going to say Jared Goff. Of course, that's why. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, Jared Goff, nine for nine. True, he was in the Super Bowl, but look how yeah. bad he played. So I just assumed. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, Everyone, and then the last one. Oh, my God. Can I go... A perfect 10 for 10. I hope so. Part of me wants to go Carson Wentz, but I don't... Because he had such a bad year last year. Oh, I'm going to go Matt Ryan. Ding, ding, ding. Yes! Oh, it. my God. 10 so, for 10. So I just thought of him last the top second. top 10. Yeah, Ryan had the top 10, but let's look at the backup yeah. situation. Here's the, the backup no. situation. because yeah, No, but no, the backup situation does matter because we know in the previous years, somebody of these top 10 teams is going down. Listen. Carson Wentz went down. Matt Bryan, uh, Matt Ryan was sort of down. Um, uh, so let's, so let's look at. So you got the the Patriots have backup. I would love to see how many people well, have a Danny Etling well, Patriots this jersey. Is, this is going to be that. No one cares about that. Because if I, I think, were to get a Patriots jersey, that's what I'd get. A you Danny can see Etling. the Patriots right now. Uh, this is the year. They're definitely going to be drafting their quarterback. Uh, They're def- definitely looking at the future. Someone, yeah. So I don't think you're going to see a good old uh, Danny Etling on the team. So I think right now, first round pick, uh, Patriots, you can easily see them maybe even trading up uh, to get into maybe the top 10 or something to get yeah. their quarterback of the future. They know Tom Brady's, even if he's around two more years, like, you can sit a guy. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers sat like three, four years, so yeah. I think that that's uh, perfectly fine. So I think you're going to see that. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously. Ryan Hoyer, do you think he'll he'll play? No, of course not. That's why. Who cares about the fact? But is. okay, put it's it more way. interesting. No, to but talk let's put about. it this way because if if say and, and no one wants to believe this. I'll tell you what, if Brian but Hoyer. If, Aaron, if 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 Tom Brady were to get hit in week three, well, it won't be Brian Hoyer. It'll be their rookie, whatever rookie they trade for. Maybe they go for a guy like Rosen. You're going to uh, put it depending on what. Yeah, but you're talking week three. I'm saying in the season when someone gets hurt, the ability to just throw someone there is, is a bit problematic. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're going to be fine. Tom Brady doesn't get hurt. He's going to be fine. Uh, I love you got your dog snoring. You're going to snort? No. Uh, okay, Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes, there's always opportunities when people get hurt young. Backup, Chad Henning. But they got three, three other backups. EJ Manuel and Chase Litton. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to say? I don't know anything about backups. I don't know. We should go into more like the middle of the. Of okay, the well, let's look at. Talking about backups is not really going to be What I'm saying is, the whole thing to me is interesting in the backups that they have based on New Orleans kept Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. Basically, if you're a top team and your quarterback goes down, you're fucked. You're fucked. All right? And that's all that really matters. But it, that's I'm all saying the, about the, the. You know, if you had, say, Packers. No, number one, Rodgers. Kaiser comes in. We saw it Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, but then you've got, would you rather have Deshaun Kaiser or Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, fine. Jacoby Brissett. But still, even if you had Jacoby Brissett, we've seen Jacoby Brissett uh, starting. It doesn't really matter. Like, your backup's great. Yeah, Nick Foles was one of those guys that came in, but he had, like, a solid team around them, and he was able to do something like he that. Played, he played. But like, I think it's like everyone's in love with the backup quarterbacks, but almost every single backup quarterback in the NFL is iffy at best. There's no one I would feel confident with as a backup Okay, so LA Chargers, we know Philip Rivers had some they interesting... They just got Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor and Cardell Jones. Which makes sense. I think Tyrod Taylor makes sense because Anthony Lynn uh, was the quarterback, or uh, sorry, was the uh, head coach in Buffalo for a couple of weeks um, yeah. and, and the offensive coordinator. Um, so I think... Um, that really makes sense. I think he's got a real connection. That's a good situation. He's a solid, dependable backup. But again, even but if Philip Rivers goes down... Yeah. Chargers are done. I don't care how good. Well, any team. Is. I mean, but Ben Roethlisberger, who's you know had led the league in interceptions, but also in passing yards. He's got Mason Rudolph, Joshua Dobbs, and Brogan Roback. 
Rogan Roback to me is he, a great. He's um, he's also in the uh, U.S. surfing team. Yeah, Rogan. Rogan. He's the guy from the the Hard Knocks. Uh, that was this year when he basically played um, the last ten minutes of the fourth game and finally got a little bit of starting action. Uh, hold but, on, well, um, we're gonna move on to the next one. And just to do that, it's magic. Fitz. Starting quarterback at Miami Dolphins. I mean, this is an interesting actually, chance. He's giving us, he's finally given, I mean, he has been before, but he's finally given a starting job. Yeah, finally. Finally. In my, in, Flor- in Florida. This is, this is an amazing thing. I'll tell you what, though. This fits his eighth team. I'll tell you one thing about Fitz. Fitz is smart. He's Harvard. Have he's it. Harvard. Have it. So How he, do you like them apples? Yeah, he's <laughs> smart about where he wants. He just goes to where he knows he's going to play. He just wants to play yeah. football. So he's not one of those guys just like, I want to get a ring as a backup. He's yeah. like, I no, I want to play. And I want to sling it. And I don't yeah. care if I if I lose my job this week. Because you know what? Next year, I'm just going to find a job because someone's going to need me. They will. Because uh, I'm Fitz. So I, I kind of love Fitz in a way. He was a Bills car. Yeah. He, he had his about eight weeks of being a Bills car, but yeah. he was awesome and really fun to watch. So, Always fun. again, Miami's in tank mode. I think they're going for one of the best quarterbacks next year. Fitz is the perfect quarterback for tank mode. you know why? Because he's going to win you like four oh, yeah. games. Especially when And then he's going to put you out of tank yeah. about getting the number one. So, uh, right now, with that situation, with Jake Ruddock and Luke Falk, like, yeah. yeah Perfect situation. Fitz will play 16 games. He's got his own team. Well done, Fitz. Do you think, though, say. that Miami will look at grabbing a couple of rookies or at least one rookie quarterback? They could, potentially. I think they're looking, they're not more, take... into, I think they're looking more into next year. I think unless someone falls to them or unless they want to trade up, like they want someone like Dwayne Haskins or yeah. someone like Drew Locke, um, and if someone really get, catches their fancy, if not, they're just like, listen, we got Fitz this year. We're going to be crap. Well, it's going a top five pick next year. And then we got guys like Tua, um, who's coming out. So I think it's a much better situation. So I think they're going to go just best player. And next year, they're going to get the quarterback. Do you think Miami could be the worst team in the league? Yeah, I think they absolutely will be All the right. worst team in the league. Let's go to the next team, uh, the Redskins, with Colt McCoy, Case Keenum. <laughs> Um, hey, hey. For a team that like literally was like, like hemorrhaging fans, yeah. now you have to sell them on Colt McCoy and Case Keenum. It's like good luck yeah. filling that stadium in Washington this year. It's going to be a nightmare. I mean, I, he can't even back up anything. I mean, Colt, and I, I mean, he struggled, I think, with his size as well, but giving him a starting job. Washington has to be looking ahead to either trading or drafting someone because Colt McCoy, as much as he was well vaunted in in NCAA, he's not. No, I think he's, he's not a starting NFL quarterback. Again, I think Washington's another one of those teams. Like maybe they move in for a quarterback. I think uh, being where they are, I think they're like um, maybe like eleventh or twelfth, something like that. Yeah. So I think they're in another position. Depending on who falls, do they go this year? Do they wait next year? Knowing in a really tough NFC East, they're probably gonna also be top three, top sure. four next year. So it's one of those things. Like you basically say. There's better quarterbacks next year, or unless some guy falls on them that they're just in love with. Again, I think there's just another team that just sits back and says, we're going to suck this year, but next year we're coming. Sure. And you've also got then the Jets, you know, sort of flashing their panties going, yeah, we got third pick. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you love a guy like Haskins, yeah. um, if potentially, like, what if Kyler Murray doesn't go to Arizona at one, which he probably will. Yeah. But if he doesn't, then holy shit, everyone might start jumping up in that Jets position. Well, then, so we're talking about Arizona. They got Josh Rosen, Brett Hundley, and Chad Knuff. Sorry. Uh, excuse me. Um, I mean, Rosen being the only sort of factor, he obviously as a rookie, he was under a lot of pressure. 
But he he did show up, man. And, you know, and he was in a tough situation. Very tough. Um, much like Josh Allen, like terrible offensive line. Um, but, but Buffalo had a better offensive no, line. No, no, I mean it was just one of those tough positions, and I think he just gets um, like they were just in both. They were he was in a bad position, but he had he didn't play well. Like especially considering everyone said he was the most pro ready quarterback in this draft. He came in. Um, I think he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in the draft night when he was like bitching that he got passed on, and then he goes and doesn't light it up, and yeah. then Baker Mayfield lights it up. So again, but I think he's a good quarterback. I, yeah. I think Josh uh, Josh Rose has a lot of potential and he can be great. But I think if you're going Kyler Murray, I think the Giants is one of those teams that could just say we'll take Rosen for a year, sit him behind Eli. Yeah. That would be amazing. I think he got thrust into a position he wasn't ready for, but he he was like every quarterback. He thinks he can do everything, and sure. he. He got he got humbled. He but, did, and, and I think part of it. And now it, this could be that chip on his shoulder that makes him amazing. Like when the Atlanta Falcons traded Brett Favre, you know, yeah. they traded Brett Favre because they were just like, ah, oh, forget this guy, he's a drunk. I don't know if he's got the same sort of skill set but, as him, but I get what you're saying. I think uh, he needs a fresh fact. It's going to be interesting where they're going to move him, and obviously his. Arrogance, I can see him getting traded draft night. His yeah. Aaron, his arrogance, yeah, or even before. I that. think if you see basically either, yeah, he's either going to get traded like. 10 minutes before the Kyler Murray yeah. pick, which then will be like, oh, then they're yeah. definitely taking Kyler Murray. So, and then they'll just maybe, and then if the Giants get him, then yeah. that changes their 6 it's, it's all about but the I drama. Mean, it's almost like, like Goodell's like got like this, um, like a reality TV show. It's like, it's got a producer does, yeah. being like, no, it'll be great. Is we drop the bomb here. And it's just like. That's, a, that's part of marketing. I'm sure they do. <clears throat> I just don't know what. Josh Rosen, after his tough start, if the Giants want to invest in that as your starter or no, he's gone. Up. That's right. They're going Kyler Murray. They're yeah. shipping him out. I think he's going to go to either. I think he's going to go to the Giants. I think that'd be a really smart move. You can probably get him for a second, um, and that would be an incredible value considering he was the 11th pick overall last year. Yeah, we'll be interested to see how they go. Uh, Tampa Bay has Jameis Winston, who has said. Uh, it was the news that he is he's going to go up to 250 pounds this year. Like a boss. The heaviest guy, which I guess will slow him down. Chris Godwin they've made as their number one wide receiver. I can't see much happening here. Uh, but you got well, Bruce Arians. You got Bruce. You got the quarterback whisperer. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a fantastic book. Uh, if anyone... Uh, is out there looking for a football book. Quarterback Whisperer by Bruce Hans is one of the best football books I've ever read in my life. And to be honest, I haven't read that many football yeah, books, know, but yeah, it's absolutely... Or books. Yeah. <laughs> books other than It football. was still a fantastic book. Uh, uh, so I recommend it highly. So if anyone can get the best out of James Winston, it's going to be Bruce Arians. I'm actually looking forward to him because he's got weapons. He's got Mike Evans, who's amazing. Yeah. Uh, they did not have a great running game last year, so hopefully they can fix that. So that's going to be one of the teams I'm very intrigued to watch uh, Tampa Bay, I think because they're not as bad as everyone says they are, and, and I think they got a lot of weapons. But I'm I'm really interested to see if James because this is his last chance. Yeah. After this, no, it totally it's rebuild. Is. After this, it's rebuild. So he, I mean, they had a bit of a ubiquitous start last year, and then bringing in Fitz to get the game going and get the energy going. But then when he came back at the end of the second half of the season, they just tanked from there. Tampa Bay just sunk back into the bay. Um, the Bengals. Andy Dalton, uh, <clears throat> you got Jeff Briskell, Brad Kaya in behind, but Andy Dalton, I mean, he's had, he had a good zip to his arm, he's much loved in Buffalo, <laughs> but then when you start taking away all his treats and Yeah, talents, he's in a bad spot right you now. You know, especially not having the offensive line to protect him, because, you, you know, they did have a bit of a running game, obviously, uh, having Green, 
But then you sort of go, well, yeah, well, damn, yeah. what are you going to do? They got AJ Green. They lost Tyler Eifert. They don't really have any weapons. John Ross has been a disappointment. Andy Dalton's just in a bad spot right now because he's like, I think he's just lost the confidence of everyone. Like, mm. And he's had some great years. Like, and Andy Dalton, like, that one year where he got injured in the playoffs and AJ McCarron had to come in, he was literally playing like MVP football. Yeah, no, he's, year. he's a real and, competitor. And, and he, he's a good quarterback. He's just he's just been snake bitten now in this situation. I think like, like hopefully Hopefully, it'll be interesting to see like someone like Joe Flacco if if this change of scenery really yeah. helps. Because Andy Dalton could be in that Flacco territory. Because right now, people see them kind of similar. Yeah. They're kind of like, uh, oh, everyone makes fun of them, old Dalton, Flacco. Yeah. But now Flacco's in Baltimore, in Denver. So if yeah. you can change it up, I think it's really going to help them. Which leads into... It leads into Denver Broncos, Joe Flacco. So, you know, this is a team, as they're saying, you know, everything they've gone through, having Philip Lindsay... Having this, and they just seem to be, it's all this broken toys, missing pieces kind of stuff. Well, they got another good. They got, like, uh, I think the 10th pick or something like that. So they're going to have a high pick. So it really depends on what do they do. They're not going to, probably not going to go quarterback. Yeah. Um, but I think they've lost some, but I think if they're going to have Flacco, they got to get Flacco some weapons. So yeah. it's either you got to get him some protection. Yeah. Uh, they lost Matt Paradis. Um, or you've got to get him a weapon, a receiver, because right now you lost Demarius Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders is, I think, coming off an Achilles injury. Yeah. So he's, a lot of injuries. And, in and he's, in, he's in his 30s, so he's not like – they don't really have anybody. And they got – got Philip Lindsay was great. He got injured yeah. last year. So right now they need some offensive weapons. So maybe someone like Hawkinson or maybe DK Metcalf. I, yeah. I think you could go for them. But it will be really interesting to see what they do because I think they're going to give Flacco a couple of years there. Well, Flacco's got a good chance. Before we move on, I mean, the other stuff. We'll talk about some of the other, other news. Uh, they're talking about the CFL, um, that uh, one of the games will be played in Canada this year for the NFL preseason. The Oakland Raiders are oh. playing at Saskatchewan. Uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And that they'll be I would love to see playing Hawaii. the uh, NFL players when they go out for a nightlife in Sask- Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, yeah. That would be... Oh, my God. That you would mean, be the ultimate I don't think shot. there's enough police officers in the city to pull every one of them over. I don't think that's <laughs> going to be an absolute nightmare. Well, that's kind of cool. I think they need someone to play, oh. but... Um, it's a good choice. Saskatchewan, and I'm just joking, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, one of the best CFL towns. Um, amazing fans. And you know what? They're the one of the, the best fans in terms of celebrating the, the when it's like minus 20 out. They're always there. Which is always. Um, so then you've got Johnny Manziel is now the Memphis Express. Everyone is saying is heralding Johnny's Oh, screw Johnny Manziel. He got kicked out of the Canadian Football League. How many chances yeah. does everyone want to give this guy? It's just like he's just not that guy. Like, I don't imagine Johnny Manziel is going to like take it to the next level and be. Well, apparently. Um, so his wife dumped him on Instagram. Should, she dropped her name. But then, so he was he's in the Memphis Johnny. Express which I guess uh, for UPS, but um, his team got their first overtime win in AF history, but he had nothing to do with it because uh, it, it was Brandon Silvers, the quarterback, who led the comeback. Um, I don't know. Fine. You want to watch Johnny Menzel? Like, the he's AF- almost a slideshow now. Like Until I see anything that he actually does anything, like great plays, he wasn't that great in the CFL. No. Uh, he was terrible in the NFL. So it's like, why do we why are we so obsessed with this guy? He's not even that good. He's a little guy that could, I guess. But he's, he's so- just, <clears throat> he's like the epitome of like white privilege in a way. Yeah. Like, no, he is because he's rich. rich he's just literally a rich kid who just played football. Thought, got, everything came easy to us. It got difficult. 
failed and he failed and now he's trying to come back and I just don't buy it. I don't buy it that he's that committed. I don't buy that he cares. I think it's more about his ego than than football. Which is to that that I move to the next point, which is Marshall Mathers, a.k.a. Eminem, has been watching uh, the AEF and he says, I will watch it more if you introduce fighting and if someone were to drop Johnny Manziel, maybe I would watch it. But... Uh, interesting that the, the, the AF has brought in well, great ratings. some guy's helmet and break your fi- uh, Oh, fist. yeah, no, it's got to be... Uh, <laughs> terrible. You have to take your... You have to <laughs> literally... Be, the finesse when you play hockey of being able to undo some guy's jersey. Just drop an octagon. Oh, God, his, yeah. The, it's got to be something. I mean, be able to take a guy's helmet off. Wow. In hockey, at least you got gloves to drill the guy. Um, Eric Berry, they're talking about maybe uh, the Browns are talking to him now, which is interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, we did it. See, I think Eric Berry, uh, anyway, oh, I think we're uh, running out of... Uh, we're running out of stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the big things, though, they are going to talk about at the NFL meeting is sports betting. So, to me, that's a big interesting thing because, obviously, in the UK, betting is legal for us here. There's only eight states that continue to do it. Uh, you have the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, people bet on it anyway. It's like putting... It's 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 such a stupid $2.3 billion dollar yeah, a year. Yeah, I know. It's like... What? Do you, are you that ignorant and you're that blind to not realize that people are always betting, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's anything? Yeah. There's bets are going on everywhere. So might as well get in on it. So like, yeah, and we will have more betting on our NFLLondon.com. Absolutely. I love betting on More betting, more betting, more betting. It's fun. It's yeah. what makes it a little bit more exciting. Don't go crazy and, and bankrupt your family and... and your kids' college account, but but if you do, do you it on NFLLondon.com. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Don't don't be a hero. So <laughs> I mean, that's uh, some of the big news we've had this week. Uh, Jay Ajayi still fighting for uh, a spot on the Philadelphia England zone. He'll he'll find something. He'll find something. And RG three got sued by his uh, agent uh, for fees. Former agent. And the big news also that the last news I'll close it out on is that Buffalo and Antonio Brown both announced today that neither was even close. Excellent. Finally. <laughs> yeah. He was like, the money... That truth like, shall set you free. Yeah. Thanks for that, Ian Rappaport. But yeah, the, apparently even, even Rappaport said, look, I just mentioned it, but by the time the money came around, it was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I think AB is like... We don't want him anyway. Yeah, I, I want him. a girl named Chicken Wings who dances for me every night. We, we can't afford him. that. Um, so that's it for this episode of NFL in London. Make sure you visit us on NFLinLondon.com. Go to our Twitter page, go to our Instagram page, and find us on Facebook, folks. Thanks so much for listening.